The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. You actually have to be clever at being stupid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to tell you something. I've been to two goat ropings and a county fair, and I ain't never seen no shit like this before. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by gold. You know the you know the thing. What? You referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Yeah, that's no problem, Lloyd. We'd be classy and sophisticated. Look at the plum bags on that horse helm. Trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. You want to talk about slow? I'll give you slow. He moved so slow it was like he was raised by a wild pack of turtles. We need a live was there a live rooster. We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove. And I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. Y'all have bunch of relatives. I was chatting on AIM with this guy. Jose is from England, and I speak fluent American, so there's a bit of a language barrier. But he knew really good English. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. What was that? Welcome, welcome in a room. In a room full of God, family, country. This is unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den. I'm Kevo Solo. Hope you're doing well. Happy to be here. Uh, To all of you out there that are working your butts off in government. If you are, if you're not, then it's, then this is not to you. But if you are, you know who you are. And I don't care if you're independent. I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're Republican. If you're being honest, if you're working your tail off, if you genuinely care about the other party and people and, and, and community and you're working your butt off, thank you. We appreciate it. Bottom of our hearts. Uh, you mean the world to us. Uh, we can't do it without you. Thank you. To those of you that are just getting richer and richer and richer and richer and richer, go beep yourself. Oh. As always, I just let my fat bottom Betty by Deadwood Tobacco, I'm telling you, somebody that started cigars six months ago or so, uh, smoked several different kinds that, yeah, I mean, this is good, this is good, you know. But, man, when somebody gave me this baby right here, look no further. It's where I am right now, smoking uh, from Deadwood Tobacco, the Fat Bottle Betty Gordito, the big baby. So um, go to your local smoke shop, cigar shop, whatever it is, uh, ask for Deadwood Tobacco's Fat Bottle Betty. Check it out. Okay. Let's let's not waste any time. Let's just get to it, okay? Might as well get to the getting and the get-get. Um, you know, it's been a... It's been an interesting week, you know? Uh, one thing... One thing is um, business is crazy right now. When I say crazy, I don't mean in a good way. I don't mean busy. I mean, it's just 
there's no rhyme or reason to what's going on. Of course, nobody's talking about small business. Nobody's paying attention to small business. Nobody's even worried about it. Turn on the news and tell me if you hear news talking about small business. They're not. They're not. I can save you the time if you want to. I mean, do it and, you know, uh, record it and see what's going on. You know, in the news right now, it's MAGA Republicans are the fall of the Western civilization. MAGA Republicans don't like the Constitution. They don't like freedom. They don't like a woman's right to choose. They're evil. White supremacy. You should be scared. The world's going to end because of climate change. MAGA Republicans cause climate change. MAGA Republicans are climate change. The climate is not changing the way it should be because of MAGA Republicans and what they do to the change of the climate. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's just... It's just stoking division and this, that. It's, that's all it is. Nobody is discussing small business. However, there is somebody that at least had a conversation about it. It's somebody that's a sports guy through and through for years. Years. I, uh, for some reason, I kind of had a negative view of Aaron Rodgers. Like, I just thought, oh, he, he thinks he's better than everybody, you know. It's what a titty baby or what an asshole, what, you know. And last year, during the offseason, I kind of got to – I say knowing. I got to listen to him and see a different side of Aaron on the uh, Pat McAfee show, which is, I, I swear, the best sports show on podcasts, YouTube, you know, I don't care what it is. Uh, the Pat McAfee show is the best. Anyway. Uh, but I kind of got to see a different side of Aaron. And I'll be damned. It kind of made me like the guy. I mean, you know, when people say things that you relate to, that you feel, that you understand, that's what happens, you know. Uh, last year, uh, he was talking about the vaccination and you know, where where things were and how he didn't feel the need to get it, you know, because he's healthy. There were no studies. Uh, there are no long-term uh, – there's no studies on long-term effects. And he was just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not – I'm not taking that risk, which 100% with him. Agree 100%. I'm not anti-vaccination. I'm not even anti-necessarily that vaccination. I'm just anti-putting stuff in my body that, you know, that, that's supposed to be for long-term gain. I just, it's weird. I just don't want to get, and, and, and I just, I don't know. When so many people 
are trying to force you to get something. It just doesn't seem right. But anyway, neither here nor there. So I got to know Aaron a little bit through Pat McAfee, the Pat McAfee show, and I kind of I got to where I was like, I'd be damn. I kind of like Aaron Rodgers. So I tell my wife this. I tell Mary this. And she's like, oh, no. So I say, well, no, watch this 20, 30-minute interview with him. Tell me if I'm crazy. So what does she do? She watches it, and she looks at me, and she's like, I hate you. Because I kind of get it now. And I'm like, right, you know? He winds up being kind of this likable guy that, that I think gets such a bad rap in the media. But anyway, neither here nor there. Nobody's perfect. So, anyway, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Rodgers is on the Joe Rogan show recently. And at some point, Aaron Rodgers uh, says to Joe, you know, some, some to the effect, I paraphrase it, but it's like, hey, I'm not going to get on COVID. I don't want to go too much more on COVID because we talked talked quite a bit about it earlier. But, you know, one thing that's been on my mind is, is what are they going to do with all these small businesses that, that government forced to shut down? Put them in situations where, okay, you got to close your doors until this, or only to-go orders. I mean, you slow business down drastically. You know, rent didn't stop. Hmm? Um, Not drawing revenue from somebody that got a PPP, used it for what it was for. And that is paying staff while they were down. I didn't put that money in my pocket. Yeah, I didn't go out and buy a yacht or a boat or, you know, I paid staff. And then, uh, during that time I was down, two months closed. There was no revenue coming in. So, you know, the PPP helped with staffing, yeah. But it was a loss of revenue. And it wasn't even so much that. It's what it's done now. That All that time down, the supply chain, it, 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 man, when we opened back up, it was boom, 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 boom. And then I'm here to tell you, we opened back up July. We were kicking ass, taking names. I'm sorry, I said that wrong, my God. We opened back up May. Kick butt, take names. For a whole year. Then only even into the summer of 2021. Doing good. And I'm here to tell you, August, September, snap of a finger. Bam, it started dropping off, and it dropped off unlike anything I'd ever seen. It got bad. Supplies became issues. Uh, Supply (laughs) Supply issues became just detrimental. Cost started increasing weekly. 
at one point last year, I was paying $24 and something for a certain roll of tinfoil that I'm paying $38 for now. See, people don't think about that. They think, well, you know, when, when, when they blame, when, when they accuse you of price gouge, they're like, well, I go to the store, I see ribs, I see that. I, you, well, they don't think about styrofoam. They don't think about that we have to use. They don't think about foil. They don't think, you know, anyway, they don't think about all those things. That being said, um, Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan kind of talked about small business. In particular, restaurants. Nobody else is talking about it. Nobody else. No elected officials. I have not heard get on the news, call a press conference and go, hey, hey, enough. Enough with white supremacy because it's so non-existent. It's not a threat to our society. It's not. It's, it's not, yes, there are people out there that are, yes. But as a whole, white supremacy is not a freaking issue. A day-to-day -day issue in this country. Yes, there is racism scattered out here and there. But as a whole, this country, this system is not set up. It's not set up. to oppress any demographic. You work your tail off. You try to do the best you can do. You graduate high school. Hey, hey, keep in mind, you're talking to somebody here that didn't graduate high school. I'm working right now on getting my GED. But anyway, so it, it's been, when I'm telling you it's been a tough year, it's been a tough year. But no politicians are saying, all right, enough of this white supremacy stuff. Enough of the climate change stuff. Enough of MAGA Republicans are evil. Like, enough of all this. We have small businesses that have lost everything. What are we going to do to help these people that lost businesses, maybe reopen, maybe start a different one, maybe get another shot at it. What are we going to do to help the businesses right now that are struggling mightily? That I'm here to tell you week to week, What are we going to do? Who's going to have a conversation about it? See, as a small business owner, I'm not wanting a handout. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want you to write me a check. Well, here, write me a check for uh, uh, 75000 and that's what I want, and I'm through bitching. That's not what I want. I don't want you to pay off my mortgage. Tell you what, there's a lot of small business that could use 10 grand. We didn't ask to be put in that situation. Our state mandated to go only, this, that, and the other. It broke up that supply chain. It, it caused 
all this right here. Simply put, the cure that government thought they had wound up being worse than the virus. Business is closing left and right. Nobody discussing it. Joe Rogan, Aaron Rodgers did. I was so thankful they brought it up. It truly did. Like it, 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 it made me, it, it, it made me tear up a little. Just because we are such, we, we are such an overlooked demographic. Small business owners. Hey, hey, not white small business owners. Not black small business owners. Not Asian small business owners. American small business owners. We're just overlooked. We're a demographic that just doesn't, doesn't seem to matter. We argue over taxes over large corporations. We argue over student loan forgiveness debt stuff, which I think is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, think of the people that paid off their student loans, man, that have busted their ass and done things the right way. And, and then you just, I mean, it's bought votes. Student loan forgiveness is not a thing. Student loan debt transfer, that's a thing. Things are bad enough for small business as it is. My wife and I are partners. We own a restaurant. Our taxes are going to go up. Because student loan debt forgiveness is not a thing, it's transfer. But yet, no talk of small business. Small business scattered throughout this great country. Small business owners are black, they're white, they're Latino, they're Asian. They're liberal, they're Democrat, they're independent, they're Republican, they're MAGA-Republican. Whatever they are, they are the backbone of this nation. They are everything that this country was built on. You know, it is a feeling like no other. You know, when you start a new job. You start a new job you're excited about, and you go to work. Even if you're working, I'm, I'm talking about the, the 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 normal, average, day to day American out there. You're not average, I mean, but but your your job is average, or or your 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 situation is is like a lot of other people's, where you go to work for someone else. When you start a new job, man, it is 
you get those butterflies, man, you're so excited, you're pumped up, you're nervous, you're this, you know, you know it just, it's a, um, it's a feeling like no other. But then, owning your own business, building a reputation, building a brand, a following, out of a linen delivery truck, turning it into a food truck, operating it illegally for a year because you didn't have the money to get all the health department stuff, so you, opera- you, so you operated it without permits. Everything was done right. You just didn't have the money to get all the permits. That's an expensive venture. Building it from the ground up, a following, a base, a brand, an image. Going from that to a brick and mortar is a feeling unlike any other. The hard work, the sacrifice, the long nights. It is something. It is, it is something like any other. It's a feeling. Getting up in the morning and working for yourself is a feeling unlike any other. But getting up in the morning and working for yourself and being put in a situation by government that they have no interest in discussing how you got there and what we can all do together to get us out of this situation, to get us out of this funk, to get inflation down, to get costs down, to get to not have a conversation, for people to not even bring you up is a feeling like no other. I'm telling you, it's a it's a lonely feeling when you're struggling. When you're $110 short of making payroll, but an elected official in your area hasn't come to eat with you in months. Nope. No to-go orders. No bring nobody in. No councilman. Nobody from the mayor's office. You could walk to your spot from the mayor's office. Man, you would think small business like that, man, you would think I would see them, you know, once every three weeks, once a month. (sighs) Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Anyway, so, well, let's make matters worse for small business now. How many of you out there own a small business and have been sued? I worked for a man, first boss I ever had. Uh, worked for a man. And oddly enough, he wound up going to federal prison. However, 
he was a very smart man. Now, didn't he, 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 he got in over his head, got in some financial issues, uh, you know, bought, bought a company, and it, it, it just, through the Enron struggles and that 2008 financial crisis, and it just, it, it, and he, he made some, some kind of uh, desperate decisions and uh, wound up going to federal prison for a couple years for some, some issues. But he told me, he said, if you ever own your business, if you ever, excuse me, if you ever own a business, you remember I said this. I will, he, he said it more than once. Attorneys will file lawsuits against you at the drop of a hat because in their eyes, to a business owner, it's probably worth five grand to not fight things. Suing small business, frivolously even. Most of the time, it's better that the small business just, just settles to save the money. After all, he said, they're all good for five grand at least. They'll, they'll, they'll five grand attorneys to death. Uh, it's evidently he knew what he was talking about. So after almost four years in business, I'm being sued. Now, obviously, I can't say the person's name, but I can 100% tell you What's happening? So I let a lady go. She's a 32-year-old Caucasian woman. I let her go. I fired her. And this is a right-to-fire state here in Louisiana. But I let her go because she was late and written up 15. uh, she, She was written up about four or five times. But she was late. I'm not kidding you. 15, 20 times. She lived two blocks on the same street as the business. Like, really a block and a half. Like, if get in the elevator, go downstairs, walk to our door, walk in, clock it. Seriously. Seven minutes. Six minutes. It was late all the time. When, when I wasn't there, or, you know, Quote, unquote, the owners weren't there, didn't work well with others, always gave people trouble. Always. Man, I go back in, owners come in, just all of a sudden now play the victim. Oh, no, it wasn't me. We went back and watched camera footage of her just being jerks to people. Anyway, let her go. She told somebody right before she left to watch out for me that my patriotism is really racism. That's what the left does. 
I've never done anything. So what do they do? They go straight to the thing that stokes fear. Oh my God, he's racist. About two weeks before she left, we've got text messages from her where she's texting my wife saying, I am honored to work for you guys. I am so lucky. For you guys to raise money for a 14-year-old young man's funeral that you've never met, don't know. To organize the community effort and raise the money for that kid's funeral. This kid drowned. His mother, grandmother, did not have life insurance on him. There was, they had no, they have no funds to bury him. So sad. They should not be forced with that. Now, I understand, first off, we can go down the avenue of making better decisions for their children and, and the accidents in life later. But right now, it didn't matter. They did not have life insurance on this poor baby, on this young man. This handsome, big smile, strapping, just this kid was just freaking, God, he was a good-looking young man. But before Mary had ever seen a picture, knew what his name was, none of that. She heard on Memorial Day on the 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock news, tragedy struck when a 14-year-old boy was found dead, drowned in the Washtenaw River. His name is being uh, uh, kept for being released until everyone is notified. His father lives out of town. It is said that the family uh, does not have uh, life insurance. When Mary heard that, she ran into there where I was. I was actually taking one of those off Monday, uh, yeah, being that we're off Monday, kind of one of those, uh, this is a nice nap. And she came in, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah, what, what, what? We got to do something. We've got grandchildren. We, I mean, this 14-year-old boy, can you imagine? No life insurance. Like, we got to do something. You're right. Okay, let's do it. So Mary got to organizing. We allotted funds. And then we got to organizing a community effort amongst other businesses, individuals to do it. I don't want to freaking pat on the back for that. Oh, Kevo, you're so awesome. No, I don't want that. You're supposed to do things like that. You're supposed to help your fellow man. You're supposed to help families in need in times of tragedy. No matter what color they are. Later that night, Somebody had tagged his father and one of Mary's uh, posts about, we've put this amount of money beside. All right, community, we got to come together. His father called Mary. That's when Mary discovered that this was a, a, young, a, young, a young black child. See, when Mary organized the thing, we didn't know it was black, white, green, purple, Asian, Latino. We don't know what he was. And it didn't matter. 
all we heard, all she heard, as a mom, as a grandmother, was not having life insurance. 14-year-old young man, dead, no life insurance. That's all she heard. That's all they said at the time. That was the most important thing. So this girl that we fire, at the time, at that time, she was working for us. She sends Mary messages saying, I'm just so honored to work for y'all. You're just amazing people. Oh, my, my God, I, I, I can't imagine going to work for anyone else. She had been with us eight months. Two weeks later, she gets fired. She stood in my dining room and loudly yelled, Everybody knows you're a racist, and what you did for that black kid was a publicity stunt. Can you imagine how cruel someone has to be to make that statement? It's all about causing pain, drawing emotion. That's all that was. Two weeks earlier, months earlier, she worked for us, loved to work for us. My God, you... you, you you people are just uh, just amazing. Your community involvement, your faith in God, your 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 willingness to help others. Uh, I'm just so honored. Late twenty times gets fired for not working well with others. Zero accountability. Zero accountability. None. Now she's suing us for discrimination. Evidently, she has a mental illness and feels she was discriminated because of her mental illness and, wait for it, because she was Catholic. What the beep? Can you imagine going through all this crap small businesses are going through, especially restaurants, man? We are literally week to week barely making bills. Now I get a notification that I'm being sued by someone that simply was a terrible employee that we loaned money to. We loaned money to this lady. Help her get her apartment set up. She worked in the kitchen, the front of the house. All the girls in the front of the house put money together and bought her this big basket where there's stuff and paper towels and cleaning supplies and this and stuff in the kitchen. And Instead of being accountable and looking in the mirror and going, I got to own this, man. I, I, I got to do better. Nope. Playing the victim. There is so much victim mentality in this country. It's terrible. 
And you know who I blame? I'm telling you. I blame parents. And I blame the media. You literally have people in the media telling other people that the system set up to make you fail. That I, that if you're black or you're brown or you're Latino or you're Asian, if you're not white, you have people that will say, if you're not white, you're, you're never going to get ahead. The white man's going to hold you down. You have people that are late to work. That can't communicate. That do not know how to work well with others as a team. That if you don't cater to them, don't matter how bad they're working, they deserve that job. That's, that's their job. I have no right to, to, to let them go to hire someone better. No. As long as I want that job, that should be my job, and you shouldn't be able to do anything about it. If I want that job, I don't care if you're the business owner. I don't care if it's a right to fire state. If I want it, you give it to me. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how bad I am at it. That's what we're dealing with. Now I have to go find an attorney that can handle workplace discrimination. Somebody that's good at it. Because, see, they've made a demand. They want $20,000. So here's how I look at it. They want $20,000, and they've started the filing with the EEOC, Equal, uh, equal employ- Employment Equal Opportunity, whatever. But, you know, if we pay them $20,000, well, well, they'll just stop the EEOC stuff. N- hell no. If you've really been discriminated against, if you've truly been discriminated against then the equal opportunity uh, uh, people they need to know why do why you want to settle I mean if there was a true discrimination then you should want to go through with the EEOC uh, litigation Because you know what they do? They do press releases. Doesn't matter that they have found anything on you yet. When when the EEOC stuff is filed, they do press releases. Newspaper, radio, uh, Better Business Bureau, EEOC, whatever it is. uh, Two Dudes Brewing Q has been is being 
sued for litigate, uh, 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 discrimination, blah, blah, blah. If you or anyone you know, you know how society is, Day. Hell, you're guilty until proven innocent. And even still then, that's all people got to hear. They'll never listen to anything else about it. Two dudes, look at what they did. Can you believe what they did? Can you believe what they did? No merit. Baseless, completely lying. And there's no repercussions either. I can't do anything right now. Since she started the process, can't do anything. Nothing. So I got choice. Give the person 20000 or make a counteroffer, go back and forth, and just pay something to, to, to get rid of it or fight it. Well, I'm here to tell you. I have said before, and I'm going to say again, right, wrong, indifferent does not matter. I will bury myself alive just to prove that I can handle a shovel. And I'm here to tell you, I will not pay one nickel to anybody that I did not do anything to. But you know, the fact, man, the fact that Mary and I have got to stop, we've got to fight this. The fact that we're busting our asses right now to just stay afloat. The fact that I would do anything for any human being that walks through that business. You got a tree through your roof? I'm there. Well, you're a tree guy? No, but hell, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I want to help people in my community. Your flat tire? I, no, I'll come out. Well, do you know that person? No, but they, they need help. I don't stop and ask how you identify, what color you are, race you are, how you vote. I just go and help. Because that's what we're supposed to do. I don't understand it. I don't. I'm not going to lie to you. For a second, I did. For a second here, I just... I had that quick, poor, pitiful me moment. Just that, what have I done? As a man of faith, they say, God is not going to put more on you than you could handle. And if he leads you to it, he'll lead you through it. Man. I, I don't I I don't I don't think I can handle any more. To have to go get an attorney that's skilled in this to pay this person two fifty, three hundred dollars an hour 
to fight it. The fact that some attorney out there, some well, listened to this person and didn't say, well, where's your proof? Show me the proof that they did this. Oh, no, this is what they said. Well, now listen, what about others? You ever send them text messages? Well, yeah, I told them how great they were. I told them how amazing they were. I told them this. I told them that. I told, you know. But they help you get in your apartment? They help you pay your deposits? What? They loaned you money? What, so they would give you advance in your check? Wait a minute. So at night, before you got your apartment, when you lived on the bad side of town, and you needed a ride home, you're telling me that these bigoted, discriminatory, just horrible people, they gave you rides home all the time? You mean to tell me they invited you to church? Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say that when you were having a bad day, they would they would offer to pray with you? What a piece of... These people need to be sued. They need to be stopped. This, there is no place for this in this country. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say one night you had to be taken to the hospital because you felt like you were going to faint? And one of the dude's wife, the other dude's mommy, because the other dude's an English bulldog, my wife's mommy, that, that woman went and sat with you at that hospital? This is, these are terrible people. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say you didn't even tell them you had a... A, a mental health issue. Oh, they're up shit creek. How dare them discriminate against you for something they didn't even know you had? Something you never told them. You never. They've never seen a a a, a, a doctor's uh, uh, diagnosis or, or order or n- nothing. How dare them discriminate against you? You know what I would do. I'd, I'd, I'd ask him for $20,000. Let's just, you know, if we, if, we, if we ruin that small business, who cares? How dare them offer to pray with you and, 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 and ask you to go to church and they go sit with you and help get in your apartment? What kind of people do you think, that, who do they think they are? Yeah, that's what we're dealing with. And the business owner has no rights in this situation. If she files that with the Equal Opportunity Employee Commission or whatever the hell they are, however you say it, whatever, the burden of proof's on me. I can't retaliate. I can't countersue. If it turns out that there's that that they go, hey, look, we we investigated this. There's no there's no suit here. The the let's say I run up four thousand dollars in legal bills. Can't can't do anything about it.
Talk about laws that need to be changed. If you file a discrimination suit and it's found to be baseless, you should have to publicly apologize and pay for the people's legal fees. You shouldn't be able to file bankruptcy on it either. Shit like this can absolutely close small businesses. Baseless, ridiculous, unaccountable. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's a shame. It's an absolute shame. When the EEOC, or again, whatever they are, when they determine, all right, we think there's uh, there's smoke and fire here, so we're going to take this claim, uh, this discrimination claim, and uh, we're going to take it to a hearing. We want it to go to court. When that happens, when they when they do that, they win ninety five. Point four percent of them. 54% of small businesses have a lawsuit filed against them yearly. It, it is, it's a feeling like no other man to own your own business. I truly know it's not just me. I know other people out there feel the same way. You feel alone. You do. You feel completely and totally overlooked. You want to make matters worse? There's a 100% frivolous lawsuit being filed against you. And the President of the United States gets on TV last night. And because you love the idea of making America great again, because you voted for President Trump, you're a threat to this republic. You don't like the Constitution. You don't support women. You're not for law and order. Man, last couple days, I've uh, I, I've basically been told that uh, I, I'm just an absolute terrible person. I need to stop my, I need to shut my business down, and I need to get on all social media outlets and go. Okay, I'm a terrible person. I cannot believe between this lady that's filing this lawsuit against me and the president, I've discovered that I'm worthless. I don't do no good for nobody. What can I do? How can I pay society back for all the bad I've done? How can I pay society back for the lack of law and order? 
the lack of support for the Constitution. What can I do? Tell me. Work hard. Give more than you take. That That's a good way. Okay. Well, I thought I'd been doing that. I thought that's what I'd been doing. Maybe, maybe, maybe I hadn't been. I don't know. It is a crappy, crappy situation that the government puts small business in. Crappy situation. But again, crickets. No conversations about that. None. White supremacy? Yep. Climate change? Yep. LGBTQIA element of Z? Yep. MAGA Republicans are terrible people. They're, they're just a disgrace. Yep. Small business? They're struggling. All the ones that have shut down because of the pandemic, because of these forced shutdowns. Bad enough, but now you have some that are on the verge of losing it. You want to talk about them? No, God, no. We got to scare people into racism. And MAGA Republicans are disgusting. Let's talk about that. But wait, what about small... Hey, we don't have time for that. Story right in front of you that needs to be discussed. Nobody discussing it. Well, I do appreciate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I do appreciate Joe Rogan at least having the conversation. You know, it just, it's beyond me where we are in this country. A few days ago, BYU banned a fan for yelling a racial slur at a young woman volleyball player. And I'm here to tell you, If he did, if he did, we need to remind him how disgusting, vile, and no place in society he has. But BYU now says they have no proof that the fan that they banned said them. It doesn't look like he said anything. Would y'all like to know what the headlines still say, though? Three hours ago, Sports Illustrated. South Carolina cancels home opener versus BYU after racial slur incident. It is said that he didn't do it. But we're going to keep stoking that fear. Instead of going, hey, we got this wrong. Man, we are sorry. We are sorry we banned you. We are sorry for the public embarrassment. Man, let's play volleyball. Nope. We're just going to double down 
and keep on pushing. Not going to play. In the aftermath of a recent incident in which a BYU fan allegedly yelled racial slurs at a Duke volleyball player during a match, the South Carolina women's basketball team has announced they will no longer face BYU to begin the season. Gamecocks coach Dawn Staley and South Carolina Athletics Director Ray Tanner issued statements Friday confirming the decision to cancel an upcoming home-and-home series scheduled to take place in the 2022-23 and 23-24 seasons. The Gamecocks were set to host the Cougars in their next season opener on November 7th before traveling to Utah for context next year. The program is currently working on finalizing another Brigham Young has been under fire in the week since the on-campus incident occurred. Listen to this. During the match, Rachel Richardson, Duke's only black starter, became the subject of Rachel slurs that came from a fan sitting in BYU student section. Richardson's godmother also said on social media she was called a racial slur every time she served and threatened by a white male that told her to watch her back going to the team bus. But now BYU says they, they don't have proof that the guy even did this. That when they go back and look at cameras, it doesn't look like he said anything. But what's Sport Illustrated do it? Running with And hey, look, look, I'll be the first to tell you. If they get another angle and he yelled that stuff, oh, man, look, look, I will stand with you. There is no place for that in 2022. There's also no place for false accusations, frivolous things like this. Do you know what that does to people? Jesse Smollett. I mean, the public didn't come down on him hard. Man, it's a weird time we're in. Again, if this person said a racial slur and said, watch your back, go into your car, which really seems, man, Got to wait and let the facts come out. But no, not Sports Illustrated. No, no, no. They are doubling down. At the top it said allegedly. Down here it says... I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Brigham Young has been under fire in the week since the on-campus incident occurred. Since it occurred. It went from allegedly to since it occurred. Richardson's godmother also said on social media she was called a racial slur every time she served. Well then, I'm telling you, if he said it, 
He needed to have his ass beat. He needs to make public apologies. He, he, needs, he, needs, to, to, uh, he needs to be held freaking accountable. However, if he didn't, then the same goes for the person making the accusations. Right? I know my discrimination suit has zero, zero base. It's all BS. And if it's found that it is, and it will be because it didn't do anything, I feel like she owes me a public apology. She should have to write something up and put in the newspaper, have the, the, the local TV station read, Stuff like that can ruin a business, can ruin a life. All, we're, all I'm saying is, let's, don't, don't waste people's time and stuff like that. Don't do it. Be accountable. If you're a terrible employee, look in the mirror and get better. Don't blame the fact that you can't show up on work on time, that you have no drive, you have no ambition, no goals in life, and want $20,000 just because, just because, I think I earned I think I deserve it. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to leave us there. I'm going to You know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to stop while I'm ahead. I'm going to pretend that I'm going to smoke a cigar. I'm going to pretend none of this is happening. Take my mind off things. Do some research. See what the next topic for the next podcast will be. Uh, we can't do it without you. Um, I'm really trying to grow this podcast into something. I'm trying. I'm going to bust my butt. I'm not giving up. If you can share, if you will leave a review, if you'll go, hey man, this 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 guy's. From scratch, start, he's busting his butt. Something's got to be said for that. Please, help me. Share it. Leave a good review. I would greatly appreciate it. All right. Uh, it's a great exit song, too. Uh, it's kind of it's really, really, really fitting song here. Um, listen, in a room full of God, family, country. This is unwavering. Toxic masculinity 
from the Dude's Den. I'm Kevo. See you next time. I love you guys so much. God bless.